Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Dakota Lasky. How you doing, Dak? I'm doing pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I'm on my third playthrough of Metroid Prime Remastered. Uh, this time on hard mode, going for 100%. I just beat Thardis. This game's great. Having a good time with it. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Uh, you know what? I'm doing great. I've got a, a horrible story for you guys in oh, just a okay. second. But I'll get to, <laughs> to my other main man here, Duminal Crossing. Doom, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Just did my second playthrough of Prime Remastered yeah. uh, last night. Big step up considering I hadn't even finished my first playthrough after the last episode. We did the hard mode. I did 100% on both my runs. Um, I'm slowly being convinced that Thordis might just be the best boss in this game. That uh, that hard mode fight, that is the, the way great, he's meant to be. Awesome. I agree. I agree. Just got off that boss fight. I thought on hard mode, like, wow, that was a really awesome encounter. I think, yeah. honestly, so far, I've been enjoying hard mode. Like, I feel like I'm only going to play hard mode going forward. I yeah. feel like it's it's a lot of fun. Should, should we yeah, just start a- there, actually? Because I, w- I want to, like, so we're going to talk about Metro Prime Remastered, obviously, today. It's, it's probably just going to be three guys gushing about the game, let's be honest. But uh, so, so I was playing on hard mode, and I was fighting Thardis. And, like, did you guys run out of missiles, like, immediately as well i felt like i had no missiles at all and it took su- uh, two super missiles in order to like break the uh like his limbs so i was just like yeah, i was using I was... my plasma shots and i was like oh my god Pla- well you don't have the plasma beam by the time you or, uh, i'm sorry the wave shots you're right if you had the gotcha, plasma beam, gotcha. you could probably melt them into yeah into nothing <laughs> pretty quick. Say, if you had the plasma beam, yeah you, you'd be good yeah man andy with the speed run skips over yeah, here actually, yeah <laughs> you you didn't know okay i'll also oh low man i gotta tell you i gotta tell you a tragic story so i i restarted metroid prime uh again on hard mode and i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be writing uh, some notes for the website, like some locations about missiles and logs and stuff like that. And um, so I start my run, okay, and I start it. But before I had started it, it's like it's like nine o'clock at night, nine thirty at night, and uh, I I had I'd had I'd had a little bit to drink that night. Uh, so I'm starting my I'm starting my run, and I do the Orpheon. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine, and I'm like. I'm at the Chozo ruins, like I'm like way into the game. I've got the bombs and stuff, and I'm like, man, I sure haven't come across very many uh, pirate logs in this game. I haven't got one yet. Oh no! Ugh. Yeah, rookie mistake. I oh, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I was like, do I restart? Do I not? Like, do I? I, I, I would I just at, at that point. It. I would just create an. I would just create a new save file because like you can get that first one pretty quick on the Orpheon. I. I like that's what I that's what I thought, but then I was like, I'm like an hour into my my hard mode, and like I'm making notes and stuff like that. I well, no, what I mean is you quickly like like you create because there's three save files. You create a second save file that you haven't opened up yet. Get that scan and then go back to your original save file and just keep going from there. Oh yeah, like like getting the scan wasn't the problem. I just wanted like a nice clean like file where everything was 100% items, 100% scans, mm. like. And I just I, I I couldn't believe it. I was embarrassed to tell you guys. Today. I would have broke my my switch. I would have snapped it right across my leg, right across my knee. Couldn't couldn't believe it. I just uh, I'm I, glad I was, you had restraint. I was thinking all week about how I was going to tell you guys this, and if you kicked me off the show or not, I couldn't. couldn't no, actually, it. so my first playthrough, um, you know, I was on the second phase of Prime, and I was about halfway through, and I was like, I, I don't know why, but I decided to check my logbook. 
and I realized I completely forgot to scan him the first time, uh, just because of how blown away I was. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of the. We'll, we'll talk about that fight later because I got a lot of really awesome notes on that. But uh, but yeah, I realized I forgot. So I'm like, oh no, poor me. I guess I have to fight this awesome boss again. So I restarted my game, and uh, yeah, I fought the first phase again, which was a lot of fun. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I really enjoy that boss fight too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So it sounds like we're all we're all kind of grinding through hard mode right now. Doom, you're you're finished, and Dak. I think you and I will probably be no done death soon. Uh, yeah. I I had one death. I had one death in the phase on mines, um, but that was my own fault because I I you know you know like the upper part of the phase on mines, like when you go in and, and there's that big room with all the phase on on the ground, like it's kind of like three tiered. There's a bunch of, of space pirates in there, and like uh, it's yeah. kind of it's like the, it's. The one right after Omega Pyre, the, right? The one right after Omega Pyre, yeah. So when you come in the other way, I was trying to snipe them from the top, and I fell, and I was like, oh, no. And I went crashing down to the bottom, which, A, there was tons of phase on, there was tons of pirates, there was a turret, and I was like... I, so I didn't quite die, but I just restarted for my last save. So, yeah. I have a couple deaths under my belt, only two or three. I'm not, I guess I'm not getting flawless, like hard, 100% flawless. I'll have to do another run to get a flawless run. But yeah, I died like to the security drones the first time I ran in there because I just messed that up. And then the first adult she got battle just again, like just didn't like was was it was sloppy play, like not <laughs> trying to preserve my because yeah. I'm because when you're going for 100 percent, like by that time, like you have a pretty solid amount of missiles, like energy tanks, like there's still an aspect to the game where like some lower level enemies you can kind of ignore, but like other ones just easier to just clear the room. But like the boss battles, like they hit you so hard. If you don't have you're like fiending for missiles, you really got to not make mistakes. And I was just playing sloppy. So I do have a couple deaths under my belt, but. It was fun getting that far. Did just have the Tharder's boss fight. Just got the spider ball. And yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'll probably end up playing more tonight. And then mm. if I don't finish it up tonight, I'll probably finish it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't know definitely... about you guys, but sorry, dude, one last thing. And then I'm going to turn the whole show over to you. But uh, I don't know about you guys, but I actually found like the adjustment for hard mode was like, I found like it was quite hard at the beginning, like for, I don't know, until like, until like maybe about like, uh flagra and then and then after that i was it was kind of like i i think i kind of like settled really? in i got it yeah i for whatever reason i just, i found the game like i just found like i the, i was seeing the difficulty and like enemies took a lot more hits and stuff like that and then kind of after that it was like okay like this is fairly like this is what i remember and like it spiked when we got to the phase on mines but even then i feel like i kind of had like enough health ammo uh etc to make it like okay so i i think for me it was like the initial like the initial uh burst at the very beginning that i found yeah, the most I was, challenging yeah i was gonna say something roughly similar actually because really um there wasn't really like a close moment for me except the closest i got was during the hive mecha fight for me where uh where i ended up beating it with a uh, 69 health nice of course but um, I think going off what you were saying, I think um, the reason it feels so hard in the beginning is because you don't have any E tanks left at yeah. that point, and you know you you know you're still so barren. You barely have any upgrades, and so because of that tanky damage, at, you know, coupled with you know that little health pull, you know you do have to play a little bit more defensively in the beginning. But once you start p progressing through the game, even with that difficulty spike, you know you can start tanking more hits and whatnot. I, I actually completely disagree. I actually found the beginning of the game to be almost identical in difficulty to normal mode mm. because I, I just I essentially I'm like, OK, I have to like really mash 
on lower level enemies, but I didn't feel like I was playing it any differently. In fact, I um, quit out of the game and restart, like saved and then restarted again just to make sure that I was on hard difficulty mode. Because I didn't, I was expecting there to be a bit more of a health difference at the beginning. It didn't actually seem like that was it was to me. I really didn't feel like there was a significant difference until I got to the Magmore Caverns, that big room mm-hmm. with like the first, um, like the first time you step out, there's like three auto turrets facing you. Oh yeah, and they start peppering you. I was like, okay, now I'm kind of feeling the difference there. And then some of the space pirate encounters, like the first time a shadow pirate like got me in a corner, and I like really got like. Uh, beaten down a little bit there but i think it for me it took a little bit to finally feel the hard mode or at least like okay i have to be a lot more cognizant of my resources i can't just like jump around and like do whatever i have to like tighten up my play which is exactly the kind of challenge i was looking for so right um but yeah i i I definitely felt like there was a natural difficulty i didn't feel that like initial like oh it's hard mode i did have to double check a couple times but maybe i'm just well it's it's probably the way you play too because like when when i play I'm usually like fairly bullish. Like I'll I'll go right into an enemy and like kind of like I, I'm not really about defense a whole lot when I play. Right, um, that's kind of how I feel. Is at the beginning of this game, I played the same as I do in normal. I just like aggressively like jumping around, not really yeah. caring. It took a little bit in this in hard mode to then be like, okay, I have to like be patient. Like sometimes hold a corner and like peek out and like do some shots and not just like jump around and bumble about and like get the kill eventually. Yeah, I, I, like I think I had the same kind of realization, but I think mine was like kind of early, and then I don't know, maybe I just like settled in. I'm like, okay, like this is the this is the way to play and be successful in hard mode. This is like yeah. the what you need to do. So I don't know. Probably it probably comes and goes I, I at different it. times for each. Player. I love hard mode, man. Yeah, I, I wish I had played more hard mode back. When I was a kid. Oh, my mic's leaving me. Um, <laughs> oh, and. <laughs> I, I was saying before the show that I almost wish there was a, a legendary mode. I wish there was a an even harder mode above hard mode that like really like between that and like dread mode in dread, like something that like like fusion difficulty, really get, like I you're getting do, yeah. really chunked. Like it's not a one shot kill, but you're getting really hurt and you really, really got to play, play, play patiently. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, I would like if they do add another difficulty, which I'm all on board for, personally, I would like them just to make um, enemy damage you more. I don't want them to become even more tankier because I feel like most of the bosses yeah, are at that I'll kind of okay perfect point. Some of them I think are even a bit too far, but I I think those are more exceptions than mm-hmm. not. I think like yeah. the health pool, again, we were just talking about Thoridus. Hard mode is like the way that Thoridus is meant to be experienced. Like uh, That's absolutely perfect. I think if he was more tankier than that, it would it, it would go on a bit too long, I feel like. And Thardis is definitely one of those bosses where, like, on hard mode, you can feel like, oh, I'm not just not doing anything when you can't really hurt him. It's I have to really make sure I get out of the way because if I get hit, I take a ton of damage. And mm-hmm. that, like, is the big difference maker. In normal mode, you're like, all right, I can get out of the way. Like, even if yeah. I get, like, hit, like, who cares? Like, I'm just waiting. Now it's more of a defensive game. Like, I'm trying to preserve my health because I'm going to get hit for massive damage when I get touched by this guy. So I, I like that difference as well. That, yeah, Meta so Ridley too as well. Uh, you have to play very defensively. Although y- y'all know my thoughts on Meta Ridley, oh, so I won't. I, I won't get into that. Hard mode, yeah, man. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. I you know. That's funny that you said that about Thardis because actually, like I felt, um, like I ran out of missiles like right away. But I actually, I felt like I did like pretty good for health, and he hit me like a few times. Yeah. and I don't know what it was, but I like I. I think I was expecting like one hit to take out like a full tank and. I remember kind of be like, that's what oh, I okay, want. That's not too bad. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. I want that. I want like t- every touch is at tank. That's yeah, it. So that's what the mode I want. I do wish um, 
and like this is this is more like in, in general. I think we were talking about our, our hard mode preferences a couple weeks ago or whatever. Maybe it was in the Discord. But like I would like another difficulty, but it's like um like imagine like I don't know, phase on difficulty or something like that. And instead of like enemies doing more damage or having more health or something like that, there's like like some way they could work like environmental stuff in like for example like if you're fighting the omega pirate like maybe like half the field is now covered in phase on so you can't stand on it or whatever and like it saps your health so it's like an extra challenge that you have to be cognizant of while you're fighting or like maybe maybe when you're fighting thardis there's like something similar i don't know phase on or, or whatever it, it, it is um so th- that's kind of like that. That what i cool. like or like I, I don't know how you'd apply that to like x ex- like regular rooms with regular enemies but like that that's kind of like the hard mode challenges that i like or like extra things that you have to kind of worry about and, and be looking for. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I I mean, that's like skulls and like Halo or like modifiers and destiny, right? Like yeah. you can have like little like things that you can turn on that'll change the campaign. I, I hope Metro Prime 4 has that, but that'd be cool if they retroactively added that and be like, all right, like up the amount of enemies in this room or like, all right, this these rooms have more phasing on them or less resources around here or whatever it is or whatever. Like that would... That'd be that would be some good replay value too, because then you can yeah. just constantly jump in and out with all these different combinations of modifiers and really craft your own kind of game. Yeah, you can even do like zero mission rules, or like maybe missile expansions and energy tanks give you less than they would on uh, other difficulties. Yeah, yeah that or, honestly, that too. Um, okay, I have I have one more thing, and then I then I'll Doom you Doom has, Doom came prepared today. He has like a whole plethora of stuff that uh, that he brought up. But he does. I, do, I have I have a couple of things before we jump into that, but I will we'll, we'll, we won't go too long before we do that. <laughs> okay, I, I literally have two things that because so we'll, we'll go okay. me Dak Doom because I'm the least okay. prepared. Dak somewhere in the middle, and Doom was ready today. I'm a little prepared. So well, I'm prepared, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so one thing that that I I didn't play through my first playthrough of this at all. But I turned it on for my second playthrough. Finally turned on the narration. I've never listened to the narration before in Metroid Prime. Ever. Ever. Okay. Uh, so it's just like a very minor thing. But like I, I listened to, you know, I listened to the the intro at the beginning. I can see why it was cut. It's kind of kind of hokey. A little bit cheesy. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen to it. But mm-hmm. eh, I, I can see why it was cut. And um, it's funny because they use like the... Uh, I guess the PAL versions of all the names and stuff like that. So when you when you load up your game, you can be in Fendrana Drifts, and it'll be like Ice Valley, and they announce where you are every time that you that you open up your game. So oh just, really? Wait, yeah. What voice is that? It's like, an original voice. It's like I, yeah, a, it's I, like this very deep voice that's like Ice Valley. It, it's it's like Impact some Warrior. some dude, what? and like the same dude does the intro too. It's not Samus. It's it's uh it's very weird and I I never listened to it before and I'm, I'm so it does it every time you enter an area or just the first no no time no no you... so so if you were to save and then shut your game off then when you restart the game so if you if you saved in phase on mines and you shut your game off for the night and you picked it up the next day you would you would load the game and it'd be like phase on mines and it, it's it's almost like the Smash Bros announcer it's like <laughs> you know. Polka floats or whatever, like yeah, yeah. It, it, it announces where oh. you are, so it's just kind of that. Yeah, weird. It, it was weird, but I'm I'm like I think it's very cool that it's in there. Uh, so, so I just wanted to. Throw I'm, that I'm out glad there. that it was not in the original version though, and it's not on by yes. default. I feel like that would just betray the isolation of being on Talon Four. Then you just had this guy like <laughs> it, reminding you weird. where you like, are. Don't Ice Valley. 
Yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah, that's kind of wh- that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm glad that it's not on by default and that it wasn't in um, our version of the game. But like, the fact that they included it as a nice bonus, if you if you want to check that out, I think is super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was interesting. Um, second thing, second, I guess observation I had uh, in in my playthrough and specifically on hard mode is I think if you would have asked me like to to rank the beams and how in order of how much I use them like once you kind of have all four would be like plasma power wave ice I actually like I almost feel like that's flipped in my hard mode playthrough I've been like the ice beam has kind of been my go-to which I I found is kind of strange because it's so slow and plodding but like just like the 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 space and like the time that you get if you can freeze an enemy you can pump it with more shots missiles anything like that I found that like really helping on my playthrough specifically with like regular space pirates or shadow pirates and stuff like that i don't know about you guys but I, i've kind of the the ice beam has kind of uh increased its increased its value to me in this last playthrough plasma is still my go-to regard because a charge a charged plasma shot is still going to melt a pirate one hit even on hard mode mm-hmm. so that's always my go-to um I'll, ice is definitely up there though because it's it's a super good utility item and of course i mean it's the best way to deal with metroids outside of power bombs but you only have so many of those to use mm-hmm. and so but yeah, wave beam is definitely probably my least used weapon. Like I'll use it, you know. I'll I, the wave buster is awesome. I especially love using that during the uh, the Metroid Prime fight. But yeah, dude. Um, okay. Yeah, I, otherwise, I, the only time I ever use that is the cloak drone. That's pretty much the only time I ever use that in the game. That's that's for, cloak again. Like cloak drone, um, a charged plasma shot will will one shot him instantly. Like it's super nice. Mm. Yeah. Um. For me, it's always been plasma first. It just. The, the the damage output is just crazy compared to the other guns mm-hmm. and then ice beam because if there's any situation where you don't want to use the plasma beam the ice beam is like the next highest utility then power beam and i honestly I think the wave beam it looks cool it's i think it's one of the coolest looking ones but i think unless you're fighting an electric based enemy you might as well use the ice beam so that's generally it for me in terms of like missile combos though super missile and wave buster are the top two for me 100 percent yeah super missile is like super dope and the wave buster is awesome. I love the wave buster. It it's sick. Cool. It, it churns through missiles, but like if you have all the expansions, like hell yeah, like let me churn through those missiles. Like it looks awesome. <laughs> it locks on. It's great. Um, I use it any chance I get. So both of those things. That, that's that's my rank. It didn't change in this one, but man, especially with the dual analog and all that, like using like the plasma beam feels so good. It feels awesome. And sometimes I love just like not using lock on and just going around and free aiming it feels good. I've been doing that a little bit more and it, it does feel kind of satisfying. You feel like, you know, you kind of feel like a sniper if you're, you know, if you can make that shot. Yeah, if you nail them without yeah. the lock on, yeah, it feels yeah. good. It feels good. Yeah. My first playthrough I posted on Twitter, I actually sniped the cloak drone um, that you get yeah. the power bomb from with the super I saw missile. That. that was. That was super satisfying. Got to do like 360 no scopes on stuff. Like I do. I, you got to turn I, your sensitivity uh, up real high, which I want. I would love to jump into um, unless you have anything more, Andy, on your points. No, 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 no. Please go ahead. Yeah. So uh, since the last episode, I jumped into all the options in the game, especially the control options, because I very clearly last week I was playing on default and didn't really dig into them too far. So I got to hand it to them. A lot of awesome stuff with the controls. I love that you can change the sensitivity X and Y. I love like the different. I mean, it's not fully customizable, but I think this is honestly the best like controller setup we've had for a Metroid game, and one of the best for like Switch games. Really, like you have a lot of options, and I w- I want to say I appreciate that. Like they did a great job. I might I go a really step further happy. and say like it might be one of the best Nintendo games, like in terms of yeah. accessibility control options. Yeah. It- 
fantastic. I, I love that. And so for me, I still haven't changed too much. But what I did was I first changed my sensitivity because I remember, if you remember correctly, one of my complaints was that the up and down and left and right was not one to one. I fixed that. Feels so much better. I wish that was default. I understand, I guess, why it's not, but it should be default. And in fact, mm-hmm. I turn up the sensitivity just a little bit either way so you can really move around. It feels nice and perfect. My only gripe is that it is a literal slider. Like you can use the D-pad to like incrementally move around, but it's not like you can input a number on both bars and have it match. Like you actually yeah. have to like get them to line up and it's not like a digital incremental thing. I actually had to play around with it to get it just right, which was very ridiculous. But once I did, it was good. Um, so just shout out to them for having all those options. And I love that I could change sensitivity. It feels good. I, yeah, I did last the same week, thing. So that was really good. Um, I feel like that's the best we've had. So I was really happy with that. Um, and then I think this was this wasn't a, a point I had, but a question for you guys. Now that we've all played every single um, we've been in every single area in Metroid Prime Remastered, which area do you think had like the best update? Like looks the best compares compared to its original version. Which one do you think this is? Best glow up. Like which so, one do you think? I, I'm gonna answer case? that, but I'm kind of like it's already like when I first saw the trailer for this, I was like, oh, my God, it looks gorgeous. I can't believe it. And now, like like a week and a half in, it's almost like all these areas look like that's always how they've always looked now in my brain. So, like, okay. it's almost like I'm losing. That I need you already. to separate it, though. I need you to separate it, though, for, for this. Yeah, we're question. becoming too accustomed. to yeah. it. we're taking it for granted. You know what I mean? Hard. Yeah, yeah I want you to not take it for granted here. Exactly. Hard not to say Fendrana. Hard not to say Fendrana. Um, okay. The snow just looks so awesome. But because I think that's the obvious answer, maybe I'm going to say the phase on mines, actually. I think that particularly the lower levels where like there is phase on and you have like the, the fungus rooms and stuff like that, those look really, really sharp. I, I think I would have said before phase on mines is probably the most dull area in the game, which is kind of like that sounds like a bad term but no, like but i mean it is like it's it, it an is. industrial it, zone yeah. built into rock like it's not you know um it like i think it probably like still is but it like it has like some extra detail a little bit of extra pop those mm-hmm. those phase on rooms in the dark like by the metroid quarantines look super super slick um mm-hmm. like even like the hallways have just like, like a little bit more detail in them so it's not the prettiest area but it might have been the best glow up i don't know what do you think dude yeah yeah, so I'm so I'm on two options. For me, it's a tie between Talon Overworld and the Chozo Ruins. Um, but yeah, the the Chozo Ruins just God, the lighting in this game is just phenomenal. That's one thing I haven't taken for granted. It, the I feel like the 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 new remastered or the rebuilt tech um, textures and the uh, models. I feel like that I'm starting to take for granted. But the lighting is something that absolutely still sticks out to me, and I think Chozo Ruins is. Pun not intended, where it shines the best. Mm. It's just, it's just such um, an incredible area. And then Talon Overworld again. Like I have, you know, such a huge personal attachment to that area because that's the moment I became a Metroid fan. And I think the remaster just did that. You know, the landing sequence and all of the areas and the creatures and the fauna, just so much justice. And yeah, it's hard for me to pick between which I like best. But yeah, those are the two that stick out to me the most. What about you, Dak? Yeah, uh, I mean. Obviously, Talon and Fendrana look amazing, but mm-hmm. they also looked amazing back then. I definitely yeah. agree with with Chozo Ruins, though. I think just the added detail and the lighting really 
brings it to life in, in such an incredible way. For me, I think it's either Phase in Minds or the Impact Crater, though. I think Phase in Minds, like, well, first of all, Impact Crater, it just it looks nasty, like super nasty, <laughs> like and and squishy and gross, yeah. and I love how it looks. But I think Phase in Minds, it definitely went from such a dull and I think like blurry. And such a good, I think, is what I think of phase in mind. Then you know, like blurry, dull, like just no, like the lack of detail I felt in phase in minds is what I felt from the original game. Compared to the other areas, I feel like it had this lack of detail. I think there's so much of a lack of, or of like an increase in detail in phase in minds and such a hard contrast between like the steel and like the rock against like the blue phase in that's going there. It really pops now. Mm. Like it looks so good compared to that backdrop. Or, or com- the ba- in the backdrop compared to how it looked in the original game, I think that I think it might be phase in minds. I think that's an area that like in the original is probably one I was never like oh I gotta you know other areas I liked going to because they're like they're cool to be in they look cool and phase in minds was never that for me. But now even the phase in minds I'm like oh I, I like I like traversing it. Same with like Magmore Caverns. So I think that looked cool in the original, but even now like it looks like a, a different kind of detail and it's rock to the phase in minds and right just like you can f- like see the heat in the air like it looks awesome but i think for me phase in minds is the answer to this one we managed yeah, to say andy- every single area in this game <laughs> yeah well andy you mentioned uh Fendrana earlier and technically this isn't really a visual update it's more of an audio update but one thing i loved about um Fendrana is they um they updated the um the folly used for when uh, Samus walks on the snow, like before they use like some sort of kind of generic, like, you know, like kind of sand texture for like, you know, the footsteps. But now it like actually sounds like sand. You can hear like the, the snow being compressed through the weight of the power suit. And it just, oh, it sounds so cool. Mm. I wish, I wish we had footsteps though. That would have taken yeah, it cool. over the edge for me. If, the, if I turned around and saw footsteps, I'm like, there we go. That's what we needed. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, actually, I'm surprised both of us said phase on minds because it's not. You know, it's certainly not what you think of when you think of like all the gorgeous areas in this game. But I, right, I, but like, it looks so much better. Compared I really to do. Like, can, version, yeah, man. it really does yeah. look a lot better. So I'm, I'm glad that we were on the same uh, wavelength there. Um, to Doom, you had a whole schwack of notes. So you, I, you were pretty, you were pretty scientific in your playthrough. So why don't we? Why don't you just take it over from here? And Dak, we can we can just react and weigh in on on Mr. Cross. Yeah, I got some uh, thoughts, thoughts on, on this list. Yeah, I got a little places to chime in here and there. All right. Well, you know, since we're already talking about areas that look good, let's talk about something that none of us have mentioned yet: the frigate Orpheon. Because man, I mm-hmm. think that's also that might be my number that might be my number three pick. Because the Orpheon is such an incredible glow up, and I think you know, I mean, you know, it was an incredible intro in the first Prime. I think it's even more massive in this game. And, you know, so many of the environmental details, um, the computers, um, you see these computers recur through Fendrana and uh, Phazon Mines as well. But, like, you really get to see them firsthand in this game. And they're, like, animated now. They They don't just have, like, that repeating GIF texture anymore or, like, the static images. Like, they really look like a dynamic computer monitors all throughout the all throughout the facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super cool. And um, but going off the environment, going more into the creatures... Uh, one thing, and I didn't notice this until I um, I browsed the models after my first playthrough, but the injured pirates, there's so much more detail in these than even the original game. And, you know, we've talked about before how kind of, you know, the Frigate Orpheon, it's very violent for a Nintendo game, even for a Metroid game. It's pretty gory. And, you know, I was kind of wondering if, you know, whether or not, you know, whether or not that would be in a remaster, whether or not Nintendo would be into that. 
No, quite the opposite, actually. They doubled down onto it. There's some pretty messed up stuff in these injured pirate models. I, If you look at the models, you can actually see bits of skin chunks missing from them. Um, you know, they, they also have... Yeah, I'm, I'm being serious. You can check the models out themselves. Like, they're, um, where their little energy scythe is, it's yeah. completely, like, ripped out from them. Like, it's, That's it's gnarly. Stuff. There's um, those little hoops that they have that are, like, drilled into their skin. The one on their right shoulder is, like, completely ripped out. And you can, like, see, like, you can, like, see where, like, the uh, the, the puncture is. It's, like, mm-hmm. gnar- absolutely gnarly stuff. You know, we talked about last week where how the Parasite Queen that you fight, you know, it has battle damage as well and stuff like that. And there's just, there's just an ungodly amount of detail, like, put into this first area alone that's so cool. And even during the escape sequence, um, something I noticed... Is um, when Samus is getting out of there, you can actually see um, space pirates being sucked out of like you know the holes being blown out, and you can like see them floating out in space like when you're chasing Ridley. Wasn't I, there I in any of the too. original versions? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what it reminded me of was uh, the Valhalla from Corruption because I feel like yeah. there's there's that one sequence where like the airlock goes, you can see all the pirates going, and I remember I was like, oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, that, I actually like I noticed that the, immediately when I was playing it on last Wednesday, it was like that little guy floating out i was just like oh boy what happened to him or whatever <laughs> so yeah yeah that's that was great detail yeah i don't know do you have anything to add to that or no i mean i agree i love all the added detail that they they put into this i think especially on the pirates too because you're already going and scanning them so now like i found myself in my first version or first run through in normal mode i was like just standing over them like looking at them and like inspecting them as they're like mm-hmm. laying there shooting <laughs> at me and whatnot hard mode uh, i definitely didn't though i just like creamed them immediately but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. friggin orpheon looks really nice as, uh, i think that like general point amazing like even if you just like the initial like drop in and samus's ship arriving like the glow of the planet from behind like Again, such like clarity doesn't feel like you're looking at this big blurry like geometric ship anymore. Like you can really see the detail, and it looks absolutely like absolutely insanely beautiful. Um, and I love like also like the I feel like the, there's so like the fire effects, like just the ship being on fire in general. Like mm-hmm. the the lighting, there's such a contrast, like like contrast and like these hard shadows you're getting as you're going to like that first room where you can scan the, the parasites. Looks awesome. Uh, yeah, the Parasite Queen. You can see, like, the battle damage looks really... Even, like, the shield. I think there's a new, like, shield um, texture, too, that goes around, yep. especially when it's, like, just the big form. Like, it looks awesome. It looks way better, too. You want to hear yeah, the even epilogue like- to my sad story? earlier so i, I was playing did you I, not scan the Parasite Queen? No, I did scan the Parasite Queen, but I, I was in the Crash Frigate, and I'm like, maybe it'll be here. And I knew it wasn't, but I was like, oh, maybe, oh, yeah. it'll, maybe they changed it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't change it. <laughs> you can't scan those uh, those injured pirates either, but or you can scan them, but they don't add to your creature logbook. I did notice that, and I don't know if that was yes. a change from the original or not. No, That's, that was that, that was present in the, the original, original, yeah. yeah. Okay, which which is weird because it like kind of goes against your notion of like the first time you see something, scan it. Yeah, because you can't actually get the logbook entry for a space pirate until you f- fight a healthy one. So. I, I noticed that actually in my first like playthrough I was doing to today the hard mode I just did that I was like that's kind of weird like it's like counterintuitive that they would do that so early in the game it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting but yeah um, also like disrespectful to my guys who are just like bleeding out over here they can't even get a proper scan yeah <laughs> left to die Not worthy here. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right Doom take us away 
Uh, yeah, sure. I was I was gonna mention like the um the new shield textures in general look like so cool in general. Like you mentioned the PQ shield, but even like you know those little like panel shields that you see on the Orpheon and like mm -hmm. the Fendrana base and all that. Like that looks so awesome, and especially um some of the ones you deactivate, they have like a new. They don't just fade out anymore. They have like this cool animation now. Yeah. At the same time, like there's so much detail put into that that I just absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Um, other yeah, other stuff I put on my notes just um. I think we already talked about the power beam and how it fires three shots now, kind of like Hunters, so I won't get yes. onto that. It does um, feel like Hunters, though, now, especially now in yeah, hard right? mode where, like, you really do kind of have to, like, hit it a bit, like, a lot more, like, if you're trying to rapid-fire kill stuff. I was like, I feel like I'm playing Hunters right now with how hard I'm mashing. Yeah, I, I personally, um, I know some people don't like it, and I wish there was an option to, like, resort to, like, the default one-shot before charge, but, I mean, I personally like it, so I don't mind I it. I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it takes, like an extra millisecond to get those other two shots. Like I, I, I haven't even noticed it ever like f having a, a delay in getting my charge shot. So I, and I actually haven't even seen anybody really make a stink about that. I don't know. Maybe they're not, but I, I haven't seen that be an issue at all for me. I mean, I wouldn't say stink, but I've seen some people say that like, Oh, I personally prefer the GameCube version or right. the way they did this. But like, this isn't like something that breaks time. the experience, yeah. you know, and yeah. I'm assuming that that rate of fire is still present in the GameCube controls. I, I played a little bit with the GameCube tank controls, but I, I can't say that I noticed a difference with the fire. I wasn't looking for it though, to be fair. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of you guys have or not, but I, I'm assuming that's probably the same. No, I haven't tried it. I'll probably try the GameCube controls if there's ever, like, what I mentioned last week, an update, like what they did with um, 3D All-Stars and Sunshine. Yeah. So that I, Because I, I would definitely like to play an authentic GameCube controller experience with this game, for sure. I, I, I tried it, so. and it was, it was tough that. to go back. It was <laughs> it's, really tough. Yeah, it's... Man, I, I feel like I've said on the show before, but, like, just the original controls really held it back a little bit. And still, yeah. the game was so well-regarded. Just imagine if it had dual analog from the beginning. By the way, by the way, a 21-year-old mistake was rectified uh, when IGN gave this game a perfect 10 out of 10 review uh, the other day. I remember I was like, I was like a pretty big Nintendo fanboy kid and like I was like Metroid Prime, yeah, and it got like, it got like three tens at uh, EGM and then uh, IGN rated it and they had it at like 9.8 and I was like, What? 9.8, <laughs> and the reviewer in the years since was like, I should have just did a made it a 10, and uh, well, better late than never, I guess. So it's, it's got it got the perfect 10. Better late than never. Yeah. yeah. Shout outs to uh, Sam Claiborne who reviewed the uh, remaster. I it was a re it was actually a really good review, even if you're not an IGN yeah. fan. I would definitely recommend checking it out. I met him once. Nice guy. Oh, real? That's awesome. I went. I went <laughs> to uh, IGN. Their their HQ. They had like their monthly. You can come. In. So I got to meet uh, Pear. I got to meet Sam. It was, it was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sam's got a dope mustache. They let you in. Yeah. They let I you know, in. right? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a cool amiibo. Uh, Pierre had Pierre had all this like amiibo there. That, that was that's pretty cool. I'm like I'm like less than two hours away from San Francisco. I should visit IGN one of these days. It was cool. It was very cool. Uh, I went there for my my wife took me there for my thirtieth birthday, so it was it was an experience. It was it was pretty cool. Anyways, that's alright nice. to, to railroad us here, but uh, shout oh, out no, to Metroid no, Prime uh, Remastered, ten out of ten. All good, all good. Great game. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, gonna good game. Uh, for this next positive thing. I'm gonna mention Andy's favorite topic, frame rates. But it's a it's a good thing though. It's a good thing though. So immediately I noticed this the second I booted up the game. But the uh, the new uh, title screen and main menu. 
Um, in the GameCube version, they uh, all ran at about 30, maybe lower, maybe 24. I'm not quite sure. But in this game, this these new menus are full 60 FPS, which I thought was a pretty nice detail. And the credits as well, obviously, when uh, you beat the game as well. So I thought that was really awesome. There you go. Um, <laughs> other, random love it. <laughs> other random details. Uh, when Samus is at low health, I, I oh. someone correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. But I believe that these are new to the remaster, but there's new breathing sounds yes. when uh, Samus is at low health. I don't remember these in the original, but I was going to say, I, could I be don't wrong. remember them in the original, but I also don't ever remember being at low health in the original, like almost never. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't tell you if they're new or not, but I, 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 I want to say them. that they're I want to say that I don't remember them being in the original because I feel like it was always just the the beeping of like yeah. your health is low. Um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I think she's she's human. She's a person. I wish that there was like some kind of option to turn that sound off. Like I know I'm beeping. Yeah, it's it's like when you're playing Zelda and like you got half a heart left and the stupid thing won't stop beeping. It's like I know how close to death I am. I I I don't need this telling me. Luigi's Mansion 3, which is a game that I've praised here multiple times, has an especially egregious one when you're at low health. It's super annoying. (laughs) Really, what it should just do is just like change your like hud to like red or something yes you know like just have like a color and like anything other than the noise um but yeah that that is the breathing is cool also i do want to say just on the previous thing i know we already went past this but i just want to say like again how how smooth and seamless this whole game experience is that like from title to main menu to gameplay to credits is Smooth, no stuttery, like 60 frames. Still haven't hit a door that takes long to load. In fact, uh, in my in my hard playthrough, you know that door we were talking about in friggin' Orpheon? Mm-hmm. Open like butter. It, it took actually, it took an extra second, because it's like it's just the nature of the door, but like it like nothing. Yeah. No hiccups, nothing. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I actually didn't add these in my notes, but one thing I do want to add, the closest thing that I got to a quote unquote slow door, and I'm being you know, for people on the audio podcast, I'm heavily emphasizing these quotation marks right now. Um, but the closest one that I got to a slow door was kind of that infamous uh, artifact temple door right before you enter. But even then, like in the GameCube version, I think it takes like 10 seconds to load. Whereas here, it takes like maybe an extra half second to load, which is nothing. Oh, I all the other ones. That. Yeah, all the other doors open like instantly in this game, which is really awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um Okay, well, Doom, you got a whole plethora of notes. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. You know, I guess since we just talked about frame rate, I guess I can go a little bit into this one uh, in my mix category. So this so this is something that I thought I would really like, but I'm not sure how I feel about it. And I guess, uh, Dak, Andy, you can kind of maybe influence my opinion one way, one way or the other. So uh, the Omega Pirate. Uh, awesome fight in this game. Um, incredible. Very fun on hard mode. Can confirm as well. But... Uh, the Omega Pirate introductory cutscene on the GameCube version, when it breaks out of its stasis tank, uh, it has a frame drop. It goes to about 30, 35, 35 FPS, and they fixed it in this game. It's a lock 60 in this game, and I thought that would be really awesome, but mm. consequently, because of that frame drop, it almost like reduces that impact of the stasis tank being shattered, whereas in the GameCube version... Like, it almost feels like time momentarily slows down. It really emphasizes the impact of it going down. But because it's locked, you don't quite get that. And so I'm unsure how to feel about it because it is technically an improvement, but I'm not sure if it was for the better. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any opinions or if you even noticed that to begin with. 
I would say that uh, well, I didn't notice that specifically, but I did notice like because this game has like such a a massive massive level of polish. One thing that I would say carried over from the first game into this game is like it does kind of look a little bit. I don't know what the right descriptor here is. Not hokey, but like when the when the elite pirates bust out and probably the omega pirate as well when they bust out of their containment. It doesn't look like it's not like the hand is like hitting the glass. It's it cracks and then it shatters. It's just kind of like it hits the glass and it like it kind of explodes. It it looks I, I, like not that it looks clunk, clunky because it, it's a smooth animation, but it just it looks kind of off a little bit. So I would say that I noticed that, but I I didn't notice specifically what you're talking about. But I will I can confirm that there are sometimes when like a dropped frame rate can like kind of at least to me like almost enhance sometimes like. Like in Breath of the Wild, for example, like there are times if like you're you're shooting like a, an arrow at a, uh, I don't know, a fire barrel at a Moblin camp, it'll slow down a little bit and it's almost like a slow motion explosion. So like it's yeah, like kind of yeah. unintendedly cool. Um, yeah, so I, I, it happens a lot. I see what you're yeah, saying. It happens, yeah, it happens a lot in Doom Eternal as well. If like you take out an entire horde of enemies, like you'll have this brief frame drop and it just makes it feel even more yeah. epic. Yeah. So I, I didn't notice the Omega Pirate specifically, but I'm literally, like I said at the beginning, I'm literally about to go fight him. So I'll, I'll look out for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to report back as well. I, I truthfully don't remember noticing that the first two times, but in general, I prefer having a smooth yeah. frame rate to something looking a different way because it doesn't. And for me, at least I, I can tell a difference. And I'm sure others can too. the difference between an intentional slowdown mechanic and an unintentional frame rate drop. Mm-hmm. And to me, the unintentional frame rate drop is more noticeable. Like it's the difference is noticeable and it looks worse. I would never prefer that. And so I, I, there are some things in this game that I wish had more oomph and impact. This is probably one of them, but also I, this is on a separate note, but like the power bomb, for example, I wish like the frame rate is great. I wish it had some more oomph and like, like explosiveness to it in this game, but that's kind of a, a fault of the original as well. But I'd always prefer like the smoother frame rate. Hmm. So yeah, that's what I would go with. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, like, I don't know, looking at the glass half full, like I think there are some times where like you could kind of make the best of a of a bad frame rate or a bad situation, be like, oh, cool, it's like bullet time or something. But I, if I had to pick, obviously I, I prefer, I would prefer the fix as well. And if we have to lose like a little bit of impactfulness, like, I'm I'm willing, you know, I'm willing to do yeah. that. All right, uh, I'm gonna skip a few of these bullet points since I feel like we got a laundry list to cover. Since some of these I feel like aren't really warrant, don't really warrant a discussion. But uh, I want to talk about these skyboxes uh, in the remaster because, like, you know, we've been talking about like all the areas that have gotten a glow up, and uh, one of them that I feel like most people probably aren't even gonna notice is these new skyboxes. So not only are the textures in the sky much more clear and show more detail. Um, but you can actually see moving clouds in some of these areas. I posted a video um, in Fendrana Drifts um, right outside the um, right outside the Space Pirate Lab or the Thortis Boss, and um, yeah, you can actually see the clouds like moving with the wind. They don't affect the light in the environment, but like that's kind of a whatever detail. Like you just look up in the sky and you see that, and it just makes the area, you know, feel that much more alive. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. As with everything else, like just technically so impressive. Uh, just, you know, what can you I mean, say? I, 
imagine you could go to like the Chosen Ruins and see the clouds going over and like the cloud shadows like crawling oh. across the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, the, that, the, like the light shining would change. Like that would be that. Would, yeah, like that would bring this to like an eleven out of ten. I'm sure if this <laughs> yeah. was like maybe not on the Switch or this like a game on PC, we probably would have mm-hmm. had that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then because it's on the Switch, that's why I don't fault it. But like, like even the fact that we have moving clouds in general, like, is just super awesome. <laughs> the bar is like, that low. <laughs> well, no, well, like, well, because like maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just because I haven't meticulously analyzed most games like I am with this remaster. Mm-hmm. But like, I just I've never really noticed a Switch game except for like Breath of the Wild because that does have like dynamic lighting with the clouds. But like outside of that, I haven't really noticed a game like like do something like that on the Switch. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then this, so this next detail, actually, this is something I just discovered during my playthrough last night, which absolutely blew me away. But um, uh, so the visor reflections have a ton of new detail added as well. One really cool new thing, and it's super subtle, and it's very, you have to be in a very specific situation to encounter it. But if you are facing two enemies in close proximity, two or more enemies, um, and if you get a visor reflection, as you destroy one, Samus will actually quickly dart her eyes at the next one closest to her vicinity. And it is so cool. It's such a small detail, but it's something that just absolutely stood out to me. It looks, it just looks so awesome. That was pretty cool. I, I hadn't um, like noticed it or experienced it or maybe I, maybe I did. I just noticed it, but I, I, until you posted, I never noticed that. And I was just like, oh man, like that's, it's just like a cool detail, like a small little attention to detail. But like, I feel like those small little details are really like what separates like the greats from the really good. So yeah, I, I saw that video and I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. This is definitely one of those details that like, you may not like remember seeing, but like your subconscious, like yeah. picked up on and it helps like sell that immersion you're getting and it really like brings you into that world even more and yeah metroid prime is stands ahead of so many other games and having all a lot of these details yeah that adds to that part of the experience yeah and, and like even like the uh like the, the sky boxes you were just talking about like this animation like there's a lot of things like that like subconsciously you probably notice and you're just like appreciating even if you can like kind of seeing you verbalize a lot of this stuff to me is just like like i notice it and i'm just like like this really is like that good or that awesome. And it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like that subliminal stuff that you might not pick up on right away or like ever, but like you kind of just like know it's there. So yeah, very cool detail. I think it's like really cool because it's one of those things like, like if I was designing a game, if I even knew how to design a game or if I had that level of artistry, like it's something I never would even think to implement. Like I would just be like, Oh, you know, face reflection, maybe add some, you know, the eyes blinking or something to react to the light. But, like, I would never think of, like, darting to the next enemy in the vicinity. Like, that's just such... But it makes sense. Like, yeah, that's totally what someone would do if they were in a fight. And it just adds to that that level of immersion and, you know, that feeling that you are behind the helmet. Let me ask you guys a question. Uh, This is off topic. But, uh, so our new community manager, Lilith, was talking about how horrifying Samus' face from Metroid Prime 2 Echoes is. You think if, like, they... if or when they redo that game and let's let's just assume it's going to be like the same thing that they're doing with prime where like it just looks you know 10 out of 10 beautiful like are are they just like redoing that face completely and like just getting rid of that or are they trying to like res what's there because like 
So I, I personally, I, I don't, I personally don't think two and three would be a remaster effort like Prime. Just on the, just on the basis that I mean, you know, this remaster was in development for like what four or five years now, and like I can't see, I cannot see Prime two and three individually having a four to five year development cycle. I imagine it would be, you know, a smaller scale job. In, w- in which case, Samus would absolutely look the same. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Not just because I would really love to see those games get the same treatment, you know, Sanctuary Fortress and the Prime Remastered style. Hello. But like, um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so, too, because I, I, I think I never really like noticed how bogus that face is, but it's <laughs> it is a step down, is it not from? I mean, I would I hope that we get them remastered. So, I mean, her face looks I mean, she looks great in this remaster. Looks like a, you know, looks like a real person. Looks like a person, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure they would just use that face again for a remaster for Prime Two and Three. If they don't do a remaster and HD port, I mean, we're getting that face again. We're getting that old face. It's just gonna be a few more, uh, more pixels and polygons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. More, more than anything, I just hope that this is the face direction that we get in um, that we get in Prime Four because I think the that f- this the is face direction. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, <go> <laughs> the face direction. We're After talking the, about the, the Nintendo important things on this show. The Nintendo yeah. face <laughs> direct. Um, oh boy! But yeah, I, I I think it's like easily like the best uh, Samus that we've gotten like today. At least at least in terms of like the 3D designs. Yep. yep yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's move on. Yeah, I guess I guess one more thing that we can cover regarding since we're talking about the art, anyways. Um, so this game, obviously, you know, uh, it has you know concept art. Uh, it has the concept art that you could unlock from the original game. It also has concept art that uh, the new team at a uh, Retro and Iron Galaxy and you yes. know all the studios that helped out it has a bunch of new concept art that you can unlock through your playthroughs as well. And oh my God, some of so this good. stuff. Is gorgeous. Like I, speci- I, I in my have notes, one specifically that I want to bring up. You go ahead. Yeah, in my in my notes, I specifically have um, wallpaper worthy highlighted here because some mm-hmm. of these, yeah, some of these like room shots. Like there's a shot in like the frigate Orpheon with like the dead PQ, like uh, stabbing that dead pie. It looks like that. That's a wallpaper shot right there. There's so many others. Andy, you can go on and talk about what stood out to you. The um, the character model of uh, actually both in game, but like really like the the model that you could unlock of the um, not the elite pirate, but the uh, like the phase on elite. The the phase on elite, yeah, with like the big blue blob on it. That yeah, guy just yeah. looks awesome. Like in the in the original game, that that pirate just looked like an elite pirate, and then like in this one, he like this thing looks so awesome, and the character art looks awesome, and like uh like actually all of those like character renders they look like little Smash Bros trophies actually like that that's yeah. the vibe that I kind of got, and like it was so incredible uh to see those so that the the phase on elite in particular really stood out to me like meta ridley looks mm-hmm. so sick in in those remaster like in those his trophy for lack of a better word but yeah the, the phase on elite i thought just looked like so so good so good yeah a bunch of a bunch of people pointed it out on twitter but like um the the turret trophy or model that you get when you point it at you it'll actually turn red which is like again super oh, awesome man. detail there that mm-hmm. see it's the small things that separates the the really goods from the true greats that's awesome i, I didn't know that I, for me guys i was this i was just going through this today too the the remastered world concept art 
I the like the environmental concept art from the remastered gallery just absolutely incredible please mm. please please take some time and go through that yes some of the, just the the environmental work behind this like i'm looking through this i'm like yeah this is like mm. one of my favorite games of all time like this game is so good this game is so good like it's so good and there's like a, a particular a couple particular shots like the at like post flagra like with like just the weeping like petals down uh the warrior shrine in magmore caverns where you get the uh the artifact in and like you have like just the lava like rising around next to like this big chozo statue oh it looks so good mm. i the concept art absolutely absolutely incredible i wish i wish there was a big like collector's edition of this game to get like an art book of and that would be an art these, book i would splurge you know for, yeah i would definitely get that just yeah maybe maybe one time. that doesn't get leaked like the uh the tears of the kingdom one right we don't talk about that take, uh, take yeah. some time take some time to go through your extras and take a look at that the remastered environmental art yes it, i mean all of the art are the remaster i mean all of the concept art looks incredible but like if you've been playing metroid prime you've seen a lot of this the original concept art i'm sure a billion times the remastered concept art, though, even like just the enemies, but the environments as well, oh. is such a nice, it's a nice breath of fresh air. Cause like, wow, new Metroid Prime concept art that isn't like the stuff that we've talked about on cut content and all this other stuff we've seen a billion times. Like, yeah. It's actually new and fresh. Looks awesome. Uh, it's I, actually really too. Sorry, uh, let me plug really it. quick. If you, for whatever reason, haven't unlocked all these images, and you want to check them out? We have all of them. By the time you're listening to this, all of them will be up on OmegaMetroid.com. So you can mm-hmm. check it out. There you go. So there you go. When you're watching this episode, now you know where to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. That's right. Um, one thing I wanted to wanted to one yeah one thing I wanted to point out is um in some of the 3D render concept art that you can unlock um in the remastered art, I thought it was really interesting because they use Samus's Prime Two various suit model instead of the Prime One various suit. Which again, I don't think that means anything, but I just thought that was really interesting. Hmm. I think that maybe it maybe it's a holdover from Prime Four. Maybe it's you know just because it's you know, kind of the most common one that she uses throughout the trilogy. But I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. 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 That, that is. Um, so I, I might, I might interject here because I saw something on your notes that I want to actually, there's two things that, uh, that I wanted to just discuss really quick, but one of them you put on your notes and I was going to bring it up if you didn't, but uh, the animations in this game are off the charts, but I think we all noticed the exact... I actually... I've seen multiple videos of... Like, from multiple people posting this. When Samus runs and jumps against Metroid Prime... Holy God! She looks so awesome. She looks, like, just, like, the biggest badass you've ever seen in your entire life. Just, like, mono and mono And, like, against Metroid Prime, this, this worm evil... Like, just, it looks so... Awesome and like all the animations in this game pretty much look spectacular. But like that, that one in the phase on suit with like the glow of the phase on and that setting with that music, it's just like, oof, God, it looked good. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot to mention this in my notes. I guess I, I guess I got into my skip category. This does not deserve to be skipped though because my God, the animations of this game. Most of the changes are like really subtle but still really cool. Like even stuff like. The new map station animation, like she isn't as robotic anymore. There's like weight now when she like pulls the arm cannon out. But like, man, that new the, the new um Metroid Prime sprint, like my god, I popped off so hard when I when I saw that for the first time. Cause like that the original oh. running animation, it looks so goofy in the GameCube version. And like mm-hmm. mostly and mostly animations like are fine for that era, but that one's 
one that definitely didn't hold up even when I was a kid, but like this new one. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I post on Twitter. She's just going for it. Like, it's not like, oh, she's following Metroid Prime. No, she's going after Metroid Prime. She is hunting this thing down and she looks oh. absolutely badass doing it. It's oh. so awesome. That whole fight is so good because you have <laughs> like Samus, like constantly hunting him down or hunting it down and jumping in and then like the especially the, i mean the first phase the metroid prime like as it's like crawling around <laughs> against the wall and like its legs going up like all the way up to the ceiling and it's like <sighs> going like rotating around when it charges you it looks so fluid and absolutely incredible i it, again like the immersion it really brings you into it like because you're not like reminded like oh it's like a blocky programmed yeah you know she, she like floated natural. it looked like a smash bros yeah. screw attack in in the original game like i i think it still looked pretty good like you know considering yeah, but like i don't yeah man like it's it just another example of like it's a small thing but like mm-hmm. mm, it looked awesome and then uh sorry I'm, I'm picking from your notes but i i noticed this as well so i just wanted to bring it up <laughs> they they retroactively renamed the metroids to talon metroids and i i noticed that yeah. uh, right away because I think they, yeah, I thought, they, they did that, what, in Echoes first, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah. were first called Talon Metroids and Echoes. Um, they were just regular, they were, they were just regular Metroids um, in the first prime. But I thought it was really nice just because it explains, one, it explains where Talon Metroids came from. And two, it explains why you can defeat the Metroids without the Ice Beam in Prime. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really nice change. I, isn't there a scan somewhere? I'm trying to think of uh, the, all right, so... When I, I when I was thinking about this, I was like, wait, no, I thought they were always called Talon Metroids, but I guess I was conflating it with like they were called that retroactively and then we knew them as that as such. But there is a scan in the original Metroid that talks about the Metroid Alpha types. Do you know what scan I'm talking about? They're, they are referred to. It's not I don't think it's a, a red scan. I think it's something you necessarily need to have for your logbook, but there's somewhere in there in the research lab area in Vendrana Drifts, the Metroid Alpha type. Um, not alpha Metroids, but maybe that's what they were like always called like originally before they retroactively hmm. were called Talon Metroids. I don't know, look that up. I that's I, I I'll have to look that, that up. I don't recall that. I don't recall yeah, it off Met- the top Metroid of my head, Alpha but... type. It's like a it's a small like throwaway scan. Oh, it's not like it's a like pirate data, nothing like that. Okay, no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, yeah that I'll, was I'll cool. They changed look. that. That was cool. That they changed that because like they are they're Talon Metroids and uh, they're awesome. So yeah. Uh, sorry, I I, I kind of I probably threw off your feng shui there, Doom. But uh, no, no, to, it's all good. Just wanted to get that out there because I, oh, just that that animation. No, the less the less scripted off. the conversation is, the better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? So what's really cool about the running anim? So not just the running animation itself is improved, but also like she doesn't just immediately go into the jump. Like at the end of her run, she like she, she like pauses and well, she like does a short leap and then springboards into like the somersault now and it just again it just flows so much more naturally now right um okay so you've got some um you've got some negatives to Mm -hmm. talk about here maybe we should we should go into that because i mean we spent a lot of time justifiably so talking about how awesome this game is but there is some you know there, there are some drawbacks here and i think clearly the biggest one far and away has been the the credits controversy Mm -hmm. which just kind of seems like it didn't need to happen. Like it, it just it feels like it didn't need to to be a thing. And so if you haven't heard, um, 
you know, the, when, when you roll the credits, you, you know, you get all the people that worked on the remaster that are credited first, which is fine. And um, at, I think at the end of the credits, it says, like, based on the work of the, or the original work of the development team for Metroid Prime for the GameCube, and kind of leaves it at that, which, you know, is, is pretty, it's pretty lacking, I think, um, especially because we just had something similar happen with, with Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, where they had mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the new dev credits, and then the old dev credits, and... You know, it's it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty lame. Like, I mean, let's call it what it is, and and hopefully that gets patched. But I think that would be like Nintendo admitting that they made a mistake, and I don't know that that's going to happen. So, kind of a well, it it didn't need to be there, and it's it's I'm not going to say it's a black eye, but it is like a negative that didn't need to be a negative. Right. Uh, well. I, I, I will go there for you. I, th- I think this whole thing is pretty disgusting, if I'm being completely honest. And again, I love this game. Everybody needs to go pick this up right now. But this is not acceptable, in my opinion. And it's actually, I, I think we're shortchanging a little bit. because not So, obviously, like the big one that's kind of gone viral, because a lot of the original devs have talked about it, is that the original development team is pretty much barely acknowledged and only you know credited as, as a single as a single like thank you to the original team that developed the GameCube and Wii versions but there's also unfortunately something similar that happened you know that we covered with Metroid Dread where people who did work on the remaster um just aren't being credited at all allegedly um I have a tweet pulled up right now uh from uh at, at Alpaca Ash on Twitter she's a former senior environmental artist at Retro Studios and um, you know, she made this um, tweet where basically, you know, she didn't get credited at all. And like so many of the people who did work their butts off, you know, were only listed in the special thanks section without like their job titles and descriptions of what they did. And there's a whole thread here of other people who chimed in as well. There's um one here from Elizabeth at 710 Wonder Dev. And she says, I worked on this game and only five people on our team, about 35 were credited. And like, that's just that's just gross, man. There's no reason to do that. You know, credit the people who worked on your damn game. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, I, I mean, I, I don't really have much to add beyond that. I, I don't like. I don't know how. I, I mean, maybe someone, you know, our pal Kiwi can maybe tell us more about this. But like, I'm not sure if there's like a specific amount of time that you need to be working on a game to have. I was gonna say, like, I, I feel like part of this is like. Because I, I think there's like two issues here. Like the first one, I think, is like the industry-wide issue. It seems of like yes. policy that many developers have across the energy industry of depending on how much you've worked on the game, you either don't get credited, you get a special thanks, or you get a full credit. Right. Um, that I don't think is exclusive to Nintendo. Obviously, anyone who does it, like I think if you've, I think if personally, if you contribute any amount to the game, you should be credited fully for whatever you contributed to. Um, on the other hand, there's also the maybe Nintendo specific of not um, crediting the original game, um, like who worked on the original game Mm -hmm. that I also, I think needs like, you need to like this remaster wouldn't exist if their game wasn't made, you know, like it's built entirely on it. If if the game was remade, even if the game was remade from the ground up, I would still say there's a case to at least plug them in some way. But the fact that this was like literally like, it's not a they didn't completely remake the game and change the vision. It's still the original game, but bolstered up for 2023. I, I think you have to include the original 
uh, credits fully as well. It, I agree. It, it, well, it even like as easy as this, like have have the the credits for the remastered guys have the credits after for the original game. It's a long credit, sure, but like press start and you can skip it if you don't want to watch it. Like, well, the, well, the new the new credits as they are. Are there? I mean, they're longer anyways. They're about like three to four times longer in length than the original credit sequence because the credits theme actually loops multiple times, whereas it was just one straight shot in the original game. So, mm. yeah, add an extra two minutes. Yeah, not a big like, deal. I, I do wonder, uh, and I'm, I'm certainly not saying this is the case with any of the people that you list at all. I just more just generally curious. Like, I do wonder like how long you have to be like working on a project to get credited because like. You know, if, if somebody if somebody worked at Retro for like a month and and maybe they left after that, I, I could well at maybe the very see least, the logic for putting them at special thanks under well, well at the of very like least whatever. Alpaca Ash, who's the person that made the thread, her at least in her Twitter bio, it says formerly senior environmental artist at Retro mm. Studios. So I presume she's been working there for a while, definitely longer than I, a month at the very least. I, I, well, yes, maybe more than a month, but I will say that just because someone has senior in their title does not mean that they've been there for a long time. Um, right. So, not 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 at all knocking whoever this is, and very well could be the case. But as someone who's worked in it, you know, yeah, if companies like yeah. that's not necessarily the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think that you should be credited, like even if you did work on it for a month. Mm-hmm. But there must be some threshold of like, okay, if you worked here six months, then you get a specific credit. If you didn't work here. You know, yeah, six like, months, you get a special thanks, whatever it is. I'm not saying it's yeah, right. I think that's, that's fair, right. yeah. Uh, like, I think and, that's and totally I, fair. And I wonder right. if that's, like, like a thing. But I think, that's uh, my, I have, I have I think no that idea. might be a thing, yeah. Yeah, because, so. like, it, it may not be right. But I could understand that, you know what I mean? Like, it, having you under special... Like, if you work there for six weeks, maybe you're contracted for six weeks, maybe it's a special thanks right. versus, like, a, 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 I don't know. I don't know if you yeah. get compensated differently depending on what you... Look, I have no idea. Probably so. you probably do, but well, yeah. well, another thing. Well, another thing that we also have to keep in mind is like you know this is what people use for like resume building because you know right. unfortunately in the game industry you know there's a lot of turnover between studios. People are constantly going back and forth between multiple studios, and you know having a game that pe- many people are saying is the best looking game on Switch. If you're an environmental artist, like that's a really good piece to have on your resume. But if you're not in those credits, like, yeah, you can still, you I mean, know, you, you can, can still, still provide, put it on your resume. Yeah. You can, yeah, oh, you can yeah, still provide easily. documentation. You can still provide documentation to prove that you worked on the game, but it's just so much more unnecessary work on your end as well. Yeah. Whereas, sure. whereas, in, whereas, you know, if you worked on the game, you could just point to an IMDB credit and like screenshot that on your resume. But yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing that, that kind of stinks the most for me is definitely the original, yeah, like the, the original guys sh- should be credited. There's no reason it shouldn't, and and particularly, like I said, because we saw it like a year and a half ago, Nintendo did this. So like I I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Uh, I don't maybe maybe this is a retro studios thing. I, I'm not sure, and they felt like perhaps because retro also developed it that they could just not include. I, I don't know, but it it does. It seems yeah. again. It's just like. We've been celebrating so much and deservedly so for this achievement, this amazing achievement of a game, and it's just like a little negative thing that didn't need to be there. Like I at think, all. I think the biggest part is just it's so unnecessary. Like this shouldn't have right, even been a right. thing that happened. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that that was too bad, uh, and and certainly something that's been making the rounds. And uh, maybe we should have even talked about it to start off the show because I, I think it's a pretty big deal, but. Uh, 
it's uh yeah it's just it sucks like it because it, it did it didn't need to be a thing it's very unnecessary yeah. of yeah of all of the negatives that i've listed here whether it be design choices or technical errors like by yeah. far the credits thing this is if i had to pick one thing to get fixed this would be it i i have uh like i'm looking at the rest of your negatives and i i don't think i don't think anything here is really like most of like these negative. are very yeah. Most of these are like very minor details. Like I only have two of these in the credits being one of them that I've listed as like a major issue that I'd want to be fixed. Do Otherwise, I, I, will, I, I yeah. will say though that there are a couple things on here because I'm sure we won't get all to all this. I do think like I'm glad that they kept like the original nature of the game intact. Like mm -hmm. um, you made the point of, um, you know, they don't have like faction doors, which was something that wasn't introduced until later in the prime series for me personally, as much as it would make sense that there should be different doors used throughout Metro, like throughout town four. And that like why the same door is used in chosen ruins as you use on frigate Orphean as you use in the impact crater doesn't really make too much sense, but that's how it was in the original game. Yeah. It doesn't really break anything. So I'd rather it not like, I don't, I I've always never liked this. I don't like when like a game is remade and then stuff that, didn't exist when the original existed are then put into the original. It doesn't, it looks different to me in like a not acceptable way or like not like pleasure or like pleasant way. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't do stuff like, like I'm glad that they didn't like bring back the prime two or three visor and made that the visor for the prime, like the prime one has the distinct look on the visor. I wouldn't want them to make it look like dreads or prime two or prime three or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they didn't make those kinds of changes personally. I've seen a lot of people talking about these doors, and I'm just like, I think the doors look fine. I think actually they look great. I think I'm like, great. I think I'm the like, doors this, look great. Is this I'm what sorry. we're talking about here? Like, are we talking about the doors? Or like, there's I'm sorry. less. Like, I think what? they even look better. I think they look better. To be, to yeah. be honest, I think they look. Better. I, I, I was literally, I was like, what did they look like before? They like, they look, they, they look, look like doors to me. They look the yeah. same. They look better, man. I I personally disagree. I prefer the look of the original doors, but again, it's not like. It's not a game. I'm not like returning my game. I'm I, not. I can't you know, even tell you what the original doors looked like. like they looked like, like that, but like not yeah. as like much of a glow in the light or like the shield or whatever. Like it the, was the center of the door that there's a more detailed metallic texture in like the center that like that pops texture out is more. still kind of there, though. It's just the whole shield is kind of covering it now. It's still yeah, there. Well, that, yeah, okay, but like I, I, I just looked at the picture of the door. I, Dak, I, I think you're right. Like, I think that texture is there, but the color goes all the way now. So it makes right. It makes seeing what beam you need pretty easy. From a I will say this way better. What do you way guys better. think about this? I was kind of thinking like it would be kind of nice if, and this is like just a general Metroid Prime design from like 20 years ago. But like, I was like, it would kind of be nice if like once you hit a door with like the ice beam or the wave beam once, it was just like a regular blue door, kind of like in Super Metroid. And like, isn't that how it is in the original? Like once you no no no, no. you you always have to not, be switching okay, your beams. Because yeah. I was kind of like I just like I just sure, got the sure, plasma yeah. beam on my playthrough, and I was like, oh yeah, plasma beam time. But like you kind of have to switch to the wave again. You have to switch to the ice again to get out of like magma or whatever. So yeah, I mean, just like a, a super 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 well, small minor thing, but. Well, now cool. that I changed my I, the other thing I did other than changing my sensitivity and using dual analog was also changing it so that you use the D pad to change. Uh, beams and mm. then visor is X and change with D-pad right because on default it's the other way so I did it for, for my most recent run and it I, it does feel a lot better and I think it kind of like negates that feeling of oh I have to change back and forth because it's so easy to change right while you're you know you know I mean I guess not that it's hard to change with the button anyways I just uh, it popped in my mind while I was 
like yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so I, I, there's one other thing I want to bring up, and I'm I'm not entirely convinced that we'll never get this. I think there's uh, like yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. a small chance the fusion suit shows I agree. up. I agree. I think I think if they do the the dread like free update, yeah, like we got boss rush mode. Imagine they do that for this. Like, oh, here's boss rush mode, and you beat boss rush mode, and you get the fusion suit or whatever. You get the dread suit. Or I, I could, I could just see them being like, or the fusion suit. Metroid Fusion is now available on Nintendo Switch Online. By the or way, that. if you're an owner of Metroid Prime Remastered, check your updates because now you can play in the fusion suit. I, I, I could see that. So if you have the expansion pack. Or like online, like and like have access to the Game Boy Advance game, and then you have Metroid Prime. Then it would have to work. Like you'd have to have I like hope a save they don't file. Do that. You'd have to I have don't, a save I don't file think they would. Fusion. I I think it would just be like yeah, like yeah, something I, that I coincides with it coming out. Not not that you have to link it, but just like like hey, like it, we, were, we now it's available if you if you mm-hmm. want it. It would be it would be Samus Returns Fusion difficulty all over again. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> even though even though I would be able to unlock that since I'm on the expansion pass. Shoutouts to Andy for that, but yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like if if, they're, if you're gonna do it, just do it in a free update, especially because like especially in the trilogy, you could do it without you know having to connect Fusion, obviously. So just you know, I you may as well just port that. it over. Yeah, I think they're gonna do that update. I think when Fusion drops, they're gonna be like, hey, here's Fusion Suit for Metroid Prime. Check it out. I, I, I think, I think they're happen. gonna do that as well. I I have to admit to you guys, I I don't love the Fusion Suit in Metroid Prime. There's something about it that looks kind of funky to me. Yeah, and I don't know what I, it is. I agree. I don't I, really I, need it. I agree. Yeah. That's why. That's why I didn't think this was a major thing to not include. Just because I mean, you know, Dak and I. I, I can't remember what what your thoughts are on the fusion suit, Andy, but I know Dak and I, I we I are like very the much. Suit. Yeah, I love the fusion yeah, we, suit. Okay, great. So we now that various suit, suit version, though, that's that's horrible. Yeah, King. I like I like King. the origin. The, the the base color is obviously better, but how it yeah. looks in Prime is kind of is kind of weird. And I never, I personally never really use the fusion suit or like want to use it in Prime. So. If it comes back, if it looks better, I'll use it. If not, I'll probably just whatever. I think I used yeah. it one time in all the times I've ever played the game. Otherwise, I yeah. just use the defaults. I agree. I think I literally had like my fusion uh, link cable gimmick to get that suit like back in the day. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this doesn't look that good. So I, I don't even <laughs> no, know if I played great. the whole it game with great. it. It, yeah. it could look great, but whatever they did with it in the original is not. Well, I think it's because like, <laughs> like it's it's obviously just cosmetic, and like part of the appeal of the fusion suit is like how different and yes. like whatever it looks. But like this is just kind of like the colors go on Samus's power suit or various suit or whatever. Yeah, so. they just got rid of the big pauldrons and just kept the same yeah. size of the rest of the suit. It looks yeah, awful, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Doom. Anything else you wanna you wanna rack up from your list here? Yeah, sure. So I guess this is the only other major issue that I that I would like to see fixed. But and the only reason I'm putting this as major is because I've now encountered this on both of my playthroughs in uh, in Metroid Prime Remaster. But there is a major audio bug in Research Lab Ether, which for those who haven't memorized all the room names, that's where you encounter your first Talon Metroid in the game. You know, it shows the whole cutscene and whatnot. That's uh, that's Research Lab Ether. And every single time I've entered that room now, I've had I've encountered this bug and I've you know, I've seen in the comments other people have encountered this as well, where like um, there's like this weird there's like this weird audio clipping issue. Some of the audio will cut out entirely. It's very it's not very noticeable when you're like listening to it on your speakers or, you know, when you're listening to it on Twitter. As someone who's playing this game right now with my surround sound headset, it is unbearable. 
It is really bad. Like mm-hmm. it, like you'll actually have sections of the audio just completely like cut off briefly and come back on. And it's super weird. I don't know what causes this. It only happens when you enter when you enter the room, and it's only on the second level of where you enter. So after you defeat the Metroid and you um you know you jump out the window and you go onto that other floor, it completely you know it's completely gone. We're back to normal. And so yeah, uh, I don't know what's happening, but I've encountered this on both of my playthroughs. Um, it sounds really bad, and I really hope that that is fixed. I'm gonna be honest; I didn't notice that on any time I've played the game. I'm my with third Dak. playthrough, I didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't. I mean, honestly, I look. I'm no music guy. Like, I probably, I have not been. Pl- I will admit, I have not been playing the game on like sur- like these headphones or surround sound headphones or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been playing off mm-hmm. my Switch. That's probably why I haven't noticed it. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's very subtle when you're not listening no. to it on a headset. Like I was actually surprised. I was listening on Twitter. I'm like, really? That sounds nowhere near as bad. Like when I was yeah. listening to it on my computer speakers. But like, in a, yeah, in a headset, it's it's just awful. It's I, if you I were was... listening on a headset, even if you had zero audio training, you would be able to tell the difference. It's very noticeable. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I was I was even one further than you, Dak. Like I was I was playing on my Switch upstairs, but we also had like some music going on, so kind of. It didn't notice it. I will say, though, I did come across... Uh, it had to have been a glitch. I was fighting the first elite pirate. And we were fighting. We are having a good fight. And he kind of started walking into a wall. He got to the wall. And he's walking. And, like, he must have stayed there for, like, five minutes. And I was just kind of like, okay. So I'm shooting his cannon. Shoot, 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 shoot. I finally destroy his cannon, and, like, it, I swear to you, it must have been five minutes, so, like, eventually, once his cannon is destroyed, then he's just, like, poof, he does his ground smash attack or whatever, and then, like, comes back to life, but I was just, like, hello, like, uh, I'm, I'm over here, do you want to fight, mm-hmm. so. I've, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of weird stuff with the, um, Elite Pirate AI, like, I was yeah. watching, I was watching, uh, someone, uh, Maximilian Dude, I don't know if you all are familiar with him, but he was at the, um, Elite Pirate fight, and, uh, he had his little shield thing out, but he was just standing there and just not moving at all, and for like uh, like a minute or two straight. So yeah, maybe I don't these know. guys I don't, don't want to fight you in the remaster. They <laughs> just want to be friends. Like I don't know. So yeah, that's that's the only thing I've noticed. Although I have seen a bunch of people notice uh, or point out the the Thardis clip or glitch rather, where where he just keeps on like rolling, rolling, rolling. So I I haven't, I haven't experienced that one myself, but I uh, haven't I haven't gotten to that, and I know um I know some people you know, were questioning me in the comments are like, how can you like Thordis and not like the meta Ridley fight? Cause they both have the thing where they go out. And like, for me, it's like, I don't know if it's just my playthroughs, but Thordis, like he doesn't roll anywhere near as often as Ridley flies. And the rolls are, you know, take up far less time And it. And you you actually have to do something. You don't just stand there and wait for him to come back. So I don't know. That's neither here nor there. That's just me though. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I haven't noticed that glitch personally, but I, I have seen a couple of videos of people where Thoris is just kind of like stuck in place rolling or whatever, and that's fine. Uh, like, honestly, like for the for how good this game looks, how smooth it is, like I can put up with Elite Pirate doing something weird every once in a while. So yeah. I, I agree. I feel like everything is either so like I haven't noticed it. I've just been enjoying it. Like when you're having a good time, like you can put that some of that stuff yeah. and com- compartmentalize it. But I haven't had any like weird pathing or ai or like enemy glitches in my runs and if i have i've not noticed it so that's i'm happy about that i had one instance but it was super funny and so i didn't care how much it broke like the flow of the game but i was um 
I was in uh, phase on mines. I was blasting away one of the uh, one of the wave pirate troopers. And uh, the power troopers just were not reacting at all. They were still, like, in their kind of base animation before they detect you. Meanwhile, right next to them, this wave trooper is just getting fried alive, and they just do not care in the world. And I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you know what? Tell me this, guys, if you notice this. I, that just sparked something in my memory. And tell me if you remember this from the original game or not. But when you get the phase on suit, you can actually just, like, damage and destroy enemies just by walking into them. Like, you'll take... You'll take damage, but now you like you can destroy like lesser enemies simply by touching them, which I thought was a really cool detail because like you have the phase on on you, and like when you're in the mines, if the pirates fall into the phase on that phase on pit, they're they're dead. But now you can like just waltz into people and like poof, they're they're. I've destroyed. never noticed that before. Like, I never noticed it until this last playthrough either. Is it, I was like, is That's it so just cool. like? Is it just like smaller enemies or like? Yeah, so it would be it'd be like your like your Chozo Ruins Talon Overworld enemies. You couldn't do it to a space pirate or anything like that, but like you know, you you will take damage as well, but like they will die. So I I don't know. I, I feel I like that try has that. to have been That's an really old detail, but yeah. I thought it was very cool. Well, you have that like weird like Samus has that little like film around her yeah. suit. You know, like maybe it's that that little I, it must has. be but I, I never i never noticed that and i just thought it was like a very cool detail so yeah i don't know maybe our listener could tell us if that's new or old or or what uh, well since we're talking about the phase on suit i may as well get into this one they used the worst phase on cutscene boys zero out of ten do not buy i'm just kidding obviously but um but yeah for those who don't know there's actually two different phase on suit cutscenes that have appeared throughout metroid prime the first one in the u.s version has like this animation where Samus actually looks like she's getting corrupted and then she does the iconic, like, I don't know how you do it in the camera, but, like, you know, where she's holding the arm cannon, she's, like, leaning on her left like leg. that pose, right, from Metro, yeah, like, yeah. that concept art yeah. pose, yeah. And then in the uh, in the PAL and the Japanese versions, um, yeah, she does the one which they included in the remaster, and they also did it in Trilogy as well, where she just kind of stands up and checks out the suit. And, like, that one's significantly less interesting, and I was really hoping that for the remaster they'd bring back the cooler one, but they didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> hmm. That sounds like some kind of door gate hmm. don't care about business to me. I, I Both are cool, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Interesting. I can't say yeah, I, ever, I, I ever noticed that, though. Yeah, I posted the video um, in our in our behind the scenes chat for uh, everyone to check out. I can post it in the Discord as well for people that want to check it out. Yeah. Once this episode goes live too, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely do that. Um, okay, well, so I guess that's uh, so that's like our deep dive, deep thoughts into Metroid Prime Remastered. So we're we're gonna keep riding this train for a little bit. We're gonna have another mapping Metroid coming out. We eventually want to get to uh, to a show where we're going to be taking some some fan questions about Metroid Prime Remastered, and then uh, we've also got another show in the books uh, that we're not ready to talk about yet. But uh, yeah, we're going to keep this train rolling. But I guess for now, I think we've touched on everything we need to touch on today, unless we missed anything, guys. I mean, obviously, uh, we didn't cover everything on my list, but like, I think we got well more than enough out, we, out of that discussion. Oh yeah, we, so. we have lots of time to 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 dive into the rest of that too, for sure. Yeah. I I ten out of ten game. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing that I want to drive game. home the most. You know, obviously, you know, we were talking about some of our things that we'd like to see changed. You know, most notably the credits at the end. But at the end of the day, you know, despite all the problems that we have, at the at the end of the day, like you know, this is one of the best games ever made, um, and this is like by far the definitive way to experience it. 
Yep. Um, yep. Totally agree. Definitive. Uh, easy 10 out of 10. So if, if something, I don't know, if this isn't game of the year, Tears of the Kingdom is going to have to be really good to, to be game of the year for me. I don't know. So we'll see, I guess. Um, all right. Well, that is going to do it for us. Uh, we're we're running long, so we're going to make this quick. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod, at Spateri316, at DaxCity underscore, at Duminal Cross, and check out OmegaMetroid.com for, hey, if you're stuck in Metroid Prime, you need artifacts, missiles, power bombs, energy tanks, check us out. We're right there. We got your maps yeah. as well covered. Um, and some missable scans. All, all that stuff is there, so check yeah, it out. Yeah, just posted the missable scans. Check that out. God sake. I wish fact. I wish I had looked at that Don't before miss I started my game. Don't miss <laughs> Uh, okay check us out wherever you get your podcast like subscribe recommend us to that metroid fan in your life hope everybody's having a blast with metro prime remastered and we will be back next week until then everybody take care